0: All right, kittens, come here. It's been a couple of nights, and I'd like to dive in straight away. You kits need an early sleep this night. Oh, okay. All right. I know, I know. You don't, you never want an early sleep. All right. Now, where did I leave off? Oh, yes, the place that Fern suggested. All right, let's dive in. We, we seemed to be marching for hours. Fern was next to Robin, leading the way, her tail perfectly straight. As we trotted along, I noticed that Fern, a house cat, seemed not at all bothered by the, the, the mud that clung to her fur, or by anything else. I was very surprised. Usually, house cats hated the mud, In fact, most were muttering about taking the back ways and how much simpler it would be if we just went where the humans walked on the cement and the pavement and the street. I merely rolled my eyes at these suggestions. If humans stole a cat, well, let's just say humans are unpredictable, they could be the kind that give you a tidbit of food. Or they could be the kind that lock you in a cage and take you away so no one ever knows where you went. Or well, they could be the kind that throws heavy objects at you, or tin cans that make horrible noises, or try and kick you. Finally, Fern motioned for us to stop. We stopped. Bef- we stopped in the- near the back entrance of an old, old human den with peeling white paint that seemed to be, and the house itself seemed to be falling apart. In fact. When we all climbed up onto the back porch, it made ominous cracking noises as we walked across it. Fern motioned with her tail and then pushed at the back door. There was a creaking noise as the door opened. A shaft of light fell upon the dusty floor. I immediately sneezed and looked over my shoulder to where Spider was Looking into the house, he looked hesitant and scared. Spider, I said, motioning him inside, I need to talk to you. Spider nodded. I felt like the whole time we'd been trying to find allies, Spider had been so quiet and scared. What's the matter? Spider asked. Are you okay? I asked. My best friend usually wasn't as scared all the time. He nodded and grinned sheepishly. It's just all this business with the rats. I really don't understand it, honest to be honest with you. And I'm scared, he said. He looked down at his jet black paws and ran a paw through the dust, immediately collected on his paw, making him making his paw look as if he had dipped it in white paint. I know, I said. Me too. But, you know, we kind of have to go with it, though. We're already very deep. You remember what the Rat King said, and the way he looked at us? I remembered the sharp image of the Rat King's pointy face, grinning up at me, with those glimmering white teeth, and the way he talked, as if We could barely understand him and that we were all the dumbest creatures he'd ever met. Not to mention the way that witch rat treated me the first time we met. Instead of just asking me to give a message, she had to hold me in place. And after an almost good catch, too, I scowled. I, too, scuffed the dust. The cats around us were beginning to settle in, Make clearing dust off off of old, broken furniture that was covered in cloths so that they looked like ghosts hovering around the room. Robin was darting here and there, helping Kat settle in. In fact, I said, I don't think any of us really understand what's going on. All they said is that they want us to join him and that they're going to sort of take over. Spider nodded. He too was looking at the ground. Then he looked up at me with his sharp little green eyes. He seemed like a kitten then, even though I knew he was my age. He was just so small. And then he took a deep breath. Puffing out his chest slightly, he gave me that mischievous grin I knew only too well. And then he said, if they do try and take over, I can take them all. Spider! I laughed. We headed off together to find a place for us to sleep. Everyone was beginning to get a bit rowdy now, hissing and poofing up at each other, trying to establish boundaries within the house perimeters. The cat that had gone into the sewers with us, Bark, kept on wanting everyone to split into their realms and then split the room into realms. But... Robin kept on saying, no, no, we need to stay together. Honestly, it was all sort of funny if you looked at it the right way. Finally, Spider and I found a good spot on top of a cloth-covered table, even though it was a bit wobbly and it seemed like an unsteady perch, but we made it work. Spider had a great idea and started using his tail to sweep the dust off the table. I helped. Afterward, though, trying to clean all that dust off my tails a pain. Finally, everyone had settled in and was beginning to make themselves at home. A small patrol of cats headed out to get some prey for everyone. They came back with their jaws brimming and walked around spreading the prey. The older cats got prey first, of course, and then they worked their way down. Finally, I had a okay-looking mouse set before me. I offered to share with Spider, but he already had a starling clamped firmly in his jaws. No, I'm fine, he said. And then we heard a small thump and then felt the table wobble underneath us. I turned around to see Fern. She was walking up with a very small brown mouse clamped in her jaws. She dropped it. Mind if I eat with you? I don't have a place to sleep yet. I was helping Robin get it, get everyone settled. Of course, I said, motioning her in. I looked to Robin, and I saw he looked rather odd. A dreamy expression had come over his face. He shook his head abruptly and said, Yeah, yeah, nodding several times. She gave him a sceptical look, then dropped her mouse on the now dust-free table. She bent down and began to crunch on her small brown mouth. I looked slyly at Spider, and he looked down abruptly at his starling and, be- and began tearing large mouthfuls off of it. I knew I knew Spider like the back of my hand, and the only expression I've ever seen him give some, and the only other time I, I'd ever seen seen him give that expression, was the time that I had brought the that. Was the time that he had first met this cat named Angelina. She used to be with us in our—well, I guess we could call it gang—but but once we had been roofs, we had been roof skimming, and she had fallen. I still hate thinking about it. Finally, everyone had finished and was settling in. Robin said that it was best if we moved around at day, for at night was when the rats were at their highest. Then Bark jumped up and said, Robin, do you even have a plan, or are we just going to sit here? I know you want us to unite as many cats as we can, but what are we going to do while we wait for them to make up their minds? We can't as well barge into their meeting place and go rampaging about. There was murmurs. Those murmurs of agreements raced across the room. Robin nodded as if she knew that this question would come up. Don't worry, she said. We can fight them. They ought to be sending out some sort of patrols, right? We can attack their patrols and sort of pick them off one by one. However, I don't think I will be able to manage this all myself. I'll need help. How about we have one representative from each realm? I immediately jumped up. Can I represent the rooftop cats? And then, as I looked around, I saw people were shooting me angry glances. And then a she-cat from the alley cats said, But isn't Robin going to represent you? She said, looking at me as if I was a small mouse. I scowled back at her, whipping my tail from side to side in annoyance. "'Robin is the official leader,' I said, showing my teeth slightly. I felt my fur begin to ripple. Something about the way that cat had talked to me got under my skin, and I hated it. "'Who are you, anyway?' She rolled her eyes as if I was the dumbest little kit in the world and said very clearly, I am Crow, she said. All right, I said. Crow's fur was not black like you'd think. She looked like a part Siamese cat. She had small, very light brown patches all over her creamy white fur. It was fluffy, and seemed to be pristine, even though we'd been trekking through mud all day. And it seemed as if dust, as, and it seemed as if she repelled dust. The rest of us were covered from tail to nose tip in dust, but she was completely dust free. She grinned at me as if she loved the annoyance that, that her words had sparked in me. I'd never met this cat, Crow, before. Before, In fact, I felt like I hadn't seen her during the journey at all. A flicker of unease set in me. Then I shook it off and said, Robin, what do you think? Robin thought for a moment. <clears throat> she said, Well, I think you should represent the rooftop cats. After all, I'd like it best if I represented all the, well, all the realms. For I don't know if any of you know, I've spent a bit of time in all of them. Bark immediately jumped up. I would like to represent the alley cats, he said. The other alley cats nodded. Very certainly. We all turned to the sewer cats, expecting Raccoon to jump up immediately and say that he would but no. A tomcat got up slowly, shaking dust off his pelt. However, that seemed to do no good. His pelt seemed to be permanently covered in dust. Then I realized it was just the way his fur was. He had very thin fur. In fact, he almost had no fur at all, and I wondered how cold it had been trekking through all that water in the sewers he was very skinny you could count every rib beneath his pelt his fur was dappled gray and white which gave the dusty effect his eyes were deep dark blue i if you the rest of you do not mind will represent the sewer cats my name is tide We all nodded. The other sewer cats nodded too. They seemed to all deeply respect this cat, Tide. Then we turned to the house cats. All of them sort of shrank back as if not wanting to take the responsibility. And then Fern jumped up immediately. Her tail instantly went straight up. I can represent the house cats, she said very fast, as as if she was waiting for a bunch of house cats to jump up, wanting to represent their realms. Very well then, said Crow. We have our cats. Now, those of you who want to represent, come, we need to discuss what's coming next. But even before, we could all get up from our places we heard a noise a noise that seemed to strike fear into all of our hearts there was a scuffling scrambling scratchy noise crawling across the ceiling and then we all immediately knew what had caused it. All right, kittens, that's enough for tonight. It's gotten far too late. I know, I know, okay, all right. Tomorrow night, I promise you. Book One, Chapter Nine Okay, are you kittens ready to start? I know, I left off at a very big cliffhanger. All right, let's begin. The scuffling noise got louder. Someone whispered what we were all thinking. Rat. I wasn't sure who had whispered it. When suddenly a crow hopped down the step. It had came, it had come from upstairs. It cocked its head, blinking. And then it turned to the side. Perched atop it, hanging on to its feathers, was a witch rat, its black silky cloak tucked above its head. It felt like it was sneering at us. And then it said, in Caddish, We know. That was all it said when suddenly a tidal wave of rats ripped into the room we were staying. The wave came at us as if in slow motion. They were knocking down tables and toppling over chairs. It was like a tidal wave of a black, brown, and gray wave. Cats immediately shot out their claws, snarled, baring their teeth. There was no time to think. We just fought. Immediately, it felt like 20 rats clamped themselves to my fur before I could do anything. Now, most people think that rats are no biggie for a cat to kill, but that is a myth. Rats are huge and way harder to fight off than mice. And if you do, there's a chance that the rat's bite could get really badly infected. But I knew what to do. Instinctually? I dropped to the floor and rolled. The rats immediately lost their grip on my fur, giving me a one-second advantage. I leaped away, leaping on top of the couch, and then, crouching, I leaped onto another rat, squishing it beneath my paws. I heard a small squeal. It was a white rat with devilish pink eyes. I crunched down on it, killing it with one swift bite. The fight was enormous. Even house cats were trying their best. They were doing much better than I thought. However, I wasn't too surprised. Fighting and hunting are instinctual for any cat. Even a cat who's been pampered its whole life will still know how to defend itself. It's a natural part of of who we are. We learn first by playing with our littermates. And even if we don't get to play with our littermates, we still know what to do. To my surprise, every cat was doing very well. I could tell that Robin had made a good choice by choosing to unite at least a small part of every realm. Each cat seemed to be adding something to the battle. My own realm could leap from, from piece from a bit of furniture to furniture, and seemed to be climbing up the walls. They could get the rats by surprise by landing on them without them knowing. And the sewer cats seemed to be masters of stealth, able to pick their way across the tidal wave of rats without being bitten and then leap onto their target. The alley cats seemed to be sheer strength, able to fling a rat across the room, making it thud against the walls. Around them, it was like a tidal wave of rats the house cats though a bit gingerly were trying their best and were stronger than anyone had suspected I had I hadn't had a lot of time to look around at what everyone else of if, if anyone else needed help when another rat jumped onto me it latched onto my ear and I felt pain shoot through me I shook my head as as hard as I could, and the rat flew across the room, slamming against a wall. It squealed once, and then landed dead on the floor. I ran. Even though we had numbers, the rats had even more. And even though the rats had no training, and were just biting at anything that came their way, even if it was one of their own, there was just too many of them. Even with our individual strengths, there was too many of them. I leaped as hard as I could, batting rats across the room, biting down as hard as I could, but there was no way we could fight them off. And then I felt the familiar icy grip in my stomach. I looked up. There was a witch rat on her crow, holding out her paw. But before she could do any magic on me, I heard a noise. Well, well, well. Looks as if we caught some little kittens by surprise. <sighs> I looked up. There was the familiar rat king. He wasn't even a rat, so how could he call that call himself the king? And a possum calling himself a rat. He was sitting on top of the banister, as if nothing was happening. Immediately, the rat stopped, as if... On cue, they all leaped up and lined in stunningly straight lines, considering how many there were. Now that you've felt a bit of our strength, are you willing to bend? We don't want this whatever you are, this ragtag, what do you call yourself, a, a oh, what is it, a tindle or something like that, of cats getting in our way? Without you the what we want to do will get even stronger but unfortunately you cats are smarter than you look so we'll have to take a bit of more um drastic measures he looked at his claws light gleamed against them and i could see the metal show them our strength he said, grinning from ear to nasty ear. Immediately, several rats jumped up and leaped on a cat. I heard a squeal. I looked looked over my shoulder to who had squealed. They had Fern pinning her to the ground. No, I said. Spider leaped out of nowhere and tried to rip all the rats off. Stop, said Fern. "'You're just making them come!' she gasped. "'More rats had come racing over and were now trying to pin Spider, "'and I would not let that happen. "'Spider was practically my brother. "'I leaped over trying to defend Spider, "'but when I looked over my shoulder, "'I saw that they had already dragged Fern across the room "'to where the Rat King was sitting.' He leaped off the banister and landed on top of her. She let out (coughs) a and he lifted his metal-clawed hand. He grinned. A dribble of drool dripped down his chin. Cats, he said in an ugly voice. Look what you've done! I am not one to be messed with. And this is the last straw. He whipped down his hand and I heard a scream. Cats rarely scream, but we can. He raked his metal tipped claws down her side. She screamed in agony. It cut through her like butter. She wasn't dead. She wasn't dead, just injured really badly. No! Spider choked out. Robin lurched as if she wanted to jump forward and pin him, but there was nothing we could do. If we tried to rescue her, the rats would tear us to shreds. Leave! said the Rat King. Leave! he said. I will not permit this. I am trying to build a kingdom, a world where us rats are on top and you cats grovel at our feet. I don't want to take over the entire world. Not even our brute strength could defeat the human's empire. But we can rule what we can. Nothing will stand in our way, not one single tiny kitten. I will destroy all who get in my path, all who try, all who will fail. Once I have united us, turned us into a kingdom, you cats will have one chance. One chance! That chance can either be join me or die. Take the captive and leave these cats. Once they know what we've done, they'll be begging to come back. To my horror, the rats dragged Fern away. Some of them stayed and forced us to leave the abandoned house. We all headed out. Some of us were injured very badly. Others just had cuts and bruises, but even those could turn drastic when they were rat bites. We limped out of the house. We didn't know where to go after that. Where could we go where the rats would never find us? We'd have to keep on going from place to place and that we could not do, and now we had lost our house cat representative. I looked to Spider. Why was he so... well, I didn't want to sound rude, but shattered. He'd barely known Fern, hadn't he? I edged towards him. You okay? I asked. Yeah, he said. It's just, and I, I know we've just met,' he looked down at the ground, "'but she travelled with me. "'I'm not sure if you noticed, but as soon as she joined, "'she seemed to know that I was a good friend, "'and she travelled with me, and, well, you know how important it is to me. "'I did know.' "'Spider had had a rocky past.' Not everyone wanted him because he seemed weak. Like a weakling to them. Which is why our friendship was so important to him. He had had such a rocky past that anyone who was willing to be his friend was very special to him, even if they had just met. I didn't know much about his past, but I just knew that it was bad. It was so bad that he wouldn't talk about it. I knew that the years he had spent roof skimming with me were the best of his life. And so just the fact that Fern had even bothered to talk to him, now they would be friends forever. Spider was just that type of cat, I guess. I traveled with him, our pelts brushing. We'll get her back, I promised. This can't go on. If they find us again, Where we settle next, and then take another cat, soon we'll have no one at all. And after this loss, it's going to be even harder to get cats on our side. We travel on, knowing that the past was not going to be easy. All right, kittens, that's enough for tonight. All right, we will continue our story tomorrow. I promise.